TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Sabres Live is presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. Hello to everyone except DJ, who told us that he would skip today based on a theme that we'll be getting into a little later here on the second day of August. Great to have you with us on Sabres Live here on WGR Sports Radio 550 and MSG. Marty, we are we are down to one when it comes to arbitration yes. hearings and potential awards as the arbiters docket has been cleared of all four potential Friday hearings and there is but one and it's today, and we suspect that Troy Terry will be entering into that very soon if he hasn't already. What a tough job, right? So, number one, um, I mean, your family, your kids, your significant other must be really upset with you when you are being asked, hey, do you have uh, anything going on Friday? No, I got uh, two arbitration uh, hearing I got to go to. Oh, we were going to go to dinner with uh, Jack and uh, Sylvia and all of that. Oh, I can't do it. And then your arbitration, they get they get canceled because they get settled. So how hard is that for family life when all your arbitration hearings get washed out and you got nothing to do? It's like, a win. How tough a job. Marty, it doesn't go the reverse <laughs> way. The only good that can come of this is that your schedule gets cleared. So it's a bonus. I know. I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I want to be an arb- arbiter. I want to be an arbitrator, arbiter. I want well, to schedule my week. have Monday, I have this. Tuesday, I have that. And then two days before, 48 hours before, it all gets washed off and you don't have to do anything. Would you wear a Mickey Mouse t-shirt to an arbitration hearing? because arbitration is like Mickey Mouse. It's like uh, a Mickey Mouse situation. Yes. So, uh, But I do like my Mickey Mouse t-shirt I have on right now. I'm saying that because I feel like I'm in a bit of a Mickey Mouse makeshift studio right now. And you asked me before (laughs) you borrowed mine. (laughs) <laughs> I know I borrowed yours from yesterday. You asked me before the show if I had thought of an anthem traveling east yesterday and tomorrow I'm traveling north. Uh, and as I was just getting ready and saw the Sabres live graphics come on, I'm like, what about on the road again? I just can't wait to be. That's our anthem for the summer, Duffer, because that's uh, been uh, what we've been doing. So you and I are now openly lobbying to get on the road for more Sabres games this year and by extension, get to more and more road crew parties oh, this yes. year. Is that what you're saying, basically? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, did we ever have a road crew party in Boston? Uh, I believe, yes. 
We did. Okay, I wasn't there. I know I did like Vegas a couple of times, Carolina, Washington. I did, um, but I did not do Boston. So mm-hmm. that would be I. I would love to set up a road crew party in enemy territory in Boston and just like have Sabres fans come out from everywhere. Well, the two alumni that I would want present would be Danny Gare and Thomas Vanek, uh, because both seem to just elevate their games when it came to matchups with the Boston Bruins. So we'll get to that later, because here in this month of August, we are doing uh, memories, if you will, of Sabre matchups versus specific franchises listed alphabetically through the NHL. And we'll do it through the course of the month. And, and, and not just the typical moments that we all know and sometimes hate. Uh, we're yesterday, Marty, I think, uh, delivered beyond expectation with some of the stories that he told behind the scenes with some of the matchups over the years. So we'll dive into that. But with arbitration right now, Marty, um, the biggest one that happened after we were off the air yesterday, but was, uh, I would say, of primary concern for you when yes. the list of 24 players and their respective teams were filed as potential arbitration cases. The one that you got stuck on was Jeremy Swayman. You really wanted to see how this played out. Now that all the goaltenders who were lined up for arbitration have had theirs settled or agreed upon without hearing, what do you make of Swayman at one year, 3.475 for, appropriately on this day, the Bruins? Yeah, I find that's very low. And obviously, I understand why the number came in at that. We had a discussion last week with Shana Goldman as to who was going to make more money, Gustafson, Samsonov, or Swayman. And uh, for you, one, uh, Philip Gustafson is making more uh, this year out of all three of them because he settled out of arbitration. Samsonov went to arbitration. He's a number one goaltender in Toronto. He got 3.55. And Swayman, really, his argument was being squashed. As soon as Samsonov got his award, I think Jeremy Swayman knew he was going to be below that. Why? Because he's the backup to Lena Solmark. And Lena Solmark is making $5 million. Boston doesn't have a ton of cap room. So they couldn't really sign Swayman to a long-term deal or uh, an out-of-arbitration uh, type deal. So they knew they were going to be at three and a half to a little bit lower than that. And which is exactly where it came at. So I think it was expected, but it is low. And I think arbitrations have been really team friendly this year, like especially when it comes to Samsonov and Swayman. So um, I also think the first thing I thought when I saw the award was failure on the part of the agent. This was a, a, a situation with Swayman and Boston that should have gathered more of a offer sheet type of uh of traction like there's there's look there's a hell of a book out there that wants to be traded and signing to a new deal but he wants nine plus million dollars and there's john gibson that already makes over six and is older i think jeremy swayman was the guy was the guy for the nhl to say hey here's a potential future and probably now number one goaltender young and could be had at about four and a half million dollars that to me was the failure probably cost his client a million this year, maybe more down the road. Well, as you sit, as we sit with uh, the potential of Troy Terry being the last one to go and potentially getting an award, our kind of running joke heading into this was, hey, here's the list of people that are eligible for arbitration or are filing for arbitration, pardon me, and don't worry about it because none of them are really going to go through the process. So (laughs) I ask you this, with three of them in the books already, awards, that is, Kurashev, 
Samsonov, Wayman. Does this feel like a busier than usual award season? Um, well, I think last year there was only one. So, but I would say it's uh, not as busy as what we've seen in the past. I think I remember always seeing five, six, seven arbitration cases go to arbitration to in front of the arbiter. So um, I'm saying it's probably on the low side. Let me give you the most recent history. So right now, if Terry avoids awaiting an award from the arbitrator, 13% of the cases that were filed this year, which okay, would be three of 24, uh, yeah. you know, would it would have happened. Last year, one award, 26 filings. The yes. year before, zero from 19. The year before, one from 25. That was Tyler Bertuzzi. In 2019, there were 40 cases and six awards. Grimaldi, Anton okay. Forsberg, Joel Edmondson, Erod, Christian Juice, and Andrew Kopp. The year before, there were 44 cases, but only wow. three, three awards, Truba, CC, and Kulak. The year before that, 30 cases with one award. And in 2016, 25 cases, no awards. So we actually okay, are we're seeing, we're seeing more than what we've typically seen in the last eight years. So, so at, in, in the scope of that time, there'd been 233 filings and only 15 awards, which is 6%. So we wow. are seeing a little uptick this year. And of course that goes a notch higher if Troy Terry goes through the process. It was interesting though. There was one, one wrinkle in all of those that I just referred to that was, that was unique in 2016, Tyson Berry and the Avs went through the hearing, but then they came together on a multi-year deal before the verdict. Yeah. So <laughs> talk about just trying to figure things out and going. To I think that's also the one difference between like baseball and hockey arbitration is in baseball. As soon as you go in, you are like, you're bound by what you're the arbitrator by, yes. is going to do. Yeah. You cannot settle after the hearing. And in hockey, you have until the arbit arbitrator arbiter comes out and gives you the award. Mm -hmm. So there's, again, like there's a, there's an arbiter somewhere that says, oh, I got to work Thursday. That arbitration case is going forward. And then listens to all the argument, puts in all the work. And just as he's ready to send the email, realizes, up, oh, they settled before I could put my, uh, my, my best work forward. So uh, that's the job I want. I want to be an arbiter. Well, Drew O'Connor signed with the Penguins. Ryan McLeod got his deal done with the Oilers. It was a two-year deal, 2.1 per. So that was pretty significant for the Oilers. Yep. Um, they're still going to be up against it. Happy birthday, Evander Kane, by the way, uh, as he headlines on that front this afternoon. But um, overall, it's still pretty quiet. There's 16 restricted free agents still floating about out there. Troy Terry getting his case settled eventually here. We'll reduce that number to 15. And in the days ahead, we're going to talk more about some of those, especially with Shana on Friday, I think. Just, you know, how that landscape will look for that low number of restricted free agents remaining. But there's prominent names within that that could still grab pretty significant pieces of their team's respective pies. Zegras, Evan Bouchard, to name just a couple, right? So, but it's quiet here. Doesn't it feel that way? It just feels really, really, really quiet um, in Saberland and, and across the board at this point in time. 
It feels really and, quiet. And maybe, so and maybe it was so. set at the draft. Maybe it was set at the draft. You know, we got no trades at the draft this year of any yeah. magnitude. And and it's just kind of been like that. No, it's been like that. It's been so quiet and so much so that I got hit on Twitter yesterday. And I don't remember who asked me. There was a report somewhere from these, these you know, secondary website and people that are looking for rumors and put stuff out there. And they were saying that Patrick Kane wanted to come to Buffalo. And they said, any truth to that? So because it's so quiet, I decided to like look into this site, this website and this Twitter account to see if they had come up with any good information and any breaking news over the last little bit. And the reason why I'm thinking of that is because of Trevor Zegras. That particular Twitter account mm-hmm. a week ago or two weeks ago mentioned that, hey, uh, let's not forget that there could be an offer sheet here on Trevor Zegers. He'd be my number one person to offer sheet. So I almost responded to that person saying, stop looking at all these website and Twitter accounts that pretend to be like giving you information because Trevor Zegers cannot be offer sheeted. Like that's how slow it is when people go out of their way to try to find information from obscure sources that are wrong. Like it just... I, so I spent about 20 minutes of my day yesterday figuring out, I'm like, could that be like Patrick Kane's situation or whatnot? And then I went on that that timeline and I'm like, nope, this person doesn't know what they're talking about. Well, um, beyond some of the arbitration and just outside of arbitration rulings that we've been discussing, um, a Buffalo guy and a significant piece of the Amherst development the last couple of years, Sean Malone, is going overseas. He will be the only, at this moment, American-born player on SCL Tigers in the Swiss League. So that was um, expected based on the developments of the past month. And I think definitively, the moment the Amherst signed Mason Yops, they knew that there would be no more room for yes. Sean Malone. And it was simply a decision, and, and we have gone through it, and we can show you again, I mean, the number of players that that the Amherst have already. Like, they're at least five lines deep right now with their forwards. And I say at least because you never know what else the, you know, just the whole, the trickle-down effect of, of what Sabres camp will bring and, and things like yes. that. And whether whether they replace, whether they go outside to replace Jack Quinn, which I think is unlikely. I think it's going to be an internal promotion there. But let's just say they grabbed somebody like Tatar, for instance, right? And and brought him in. Then once again, you would be pushing a, a Kulik or some or Rusak back into that Rochester equation. And, and so the more you stare at what is Rochester's depth chart right now, there simply wasn't room for Sean Malone. But that in no way. And it's unfortunate away. because, yeah. uh, you know, Bugsy, right? They call him Bugsy Malone. Uh, he, um, he's M- been, Muggsy, he's been really good. Muggsy, yeah, Muggsy. He's been really good for the, uh, for the Rochester Americans. He's been good for the locker room. He's been a great leader. Uh, he's a local product. Uh, so it, it's been a great fit. And just unfortunate, again, it's a numbers game. And right now the Sabres are a team that are about to break through up top, but also have a farm system to feed into it and they have to continue to develop. So you have to, uh, just a few spots for veterans and veterans that uh, have been around uh, for a, uh, a long time at the AHL. And Europe is usually the, the place for those players to go if they cannot find a place uh, in North America. And that's for Sean Malone, that's the place. And 
and I'm happy for him because the Swiss League is a great league. He may carve himself a really nice career in Europe for the next little bit here and play at a high level, maybe even play on, on Team USA in some of those international events, right? It's Bungler Cup and, and all of that. Like, would be really fun for him to, uh, to experience. Well, the nice thing for Sean, and we wish him the best, is he's on a two-year deal as well, which is, uh, you know, it's just, it's yeah. it's great at this stage for planning purposes and all the rest. And uh, I have to assume that at some point he'll cross paths with his former teammate, Artu Rutsalainen, and, uh, you know, they'll have a go at one another. But, uh, you know, those are, again, <laughs> those are just names that have been a significant part. And I was, honestly, even before the Malone news today, was just thinking about how, and it can get overlooked at times just how nice it is to see guys that have not just been good down there, but have been improving down there. And it just reminded me that a month from now, just over when things start really ramping up with prospects challenge and then the main camp, just to not dismiss any of the guys who are kind of on that bubble. That's all, yeah. you know, the, especially the, like the the older, if you will, the wise backs of the world, right? Just a little bit older, a little more mature, and and just and just see how they fit in all of this. So no, it's very important to be able to give players opportunities, and there might be an, opp- an opportunity with the loss of Jack Wynn, and we've talked about that. But I, I think Sean Malone, unfortunately, was beyond that point. Right? Was beyond that point right. of saying you're going to get an opportunity in Buffalo. And that's that's good. That's just the way that it goes. I mean, a lot of players have have, have had that uh, happen in their career, and they uh, they make something out of it. And did, so it's the way it is. Did you have any good reverse headlines for us today? Something we joked about I off not, the air. I, I I did not check so much. Again, like I was dealing with uh, a couple of uh, um, maybe there would be car headlines like. Uh, uh, dry oil caused engine light to go on. Uh, that would have been a headline in my uh, situation this morning, but we're all we're all okay now. Well, no, it would be oil well runs dry after McLeod signing, and oh, well, that, that could di- have been directly impacts Biron. Is, is directly how that impacts? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so our reverse headline ideas are: we're tired of seeing the obvious. We'd like to see the truth. So you had a wonderful off-air example yesterday of Sebastian Ajo after he gets contract, wants cup with Hurricanes. Oh, what was your headline? Yes. Uh, Ajo, happy with the money, doesn't care about winning cups in Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> like, See these? Ajo, happy with contract, wants to win cup with Canes. Like, that's not news. It's like, not who news. doesn't want to win the cup with their team? I want somebody that comes out and says, Hey, I'm so happy. Eight years, 9.75 million. That's great for me and my family. And I'm not going to make more money if I win a cup or not. I just want to stay healthy. Just want to play my games and uh, let's go. Yes. And like Tarasenko, happy to join hungry senators. Well, it would be better if it was Vladdy just happy to go where complacency reigns. (laughs) I'm glad he happy. He got one offer, took it before it was off the table. Brown, a perfect addition, says McDavid. That's that's too easy. <laughs> that, yeah, that is very very easy. Uh, I'm not even going to go there. No, he's imperfect. <laughs> McDavid says Brown, imperfect addition, probably won't help. Right, like that. <laughs> that would be outstanding. Brown, not a great player, but will fit us good. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely under the cap. 
playing for the league yes. minimum, playing for free in Edmonton this year, as they say. Well, Although there's he does so have... many of those headlines that I think we could definitely pick apart and have fun with it. But again, I don't write articles, so I don't come up with headlines. I'm sure it's hard to come up with good, catchy headlines that represents an article at times. But yeah. Just remember, the writer never writes the headlines. So, okay. Which is true often. We, yes. we, we've stalled long enough. It's August 2nd. And in our team focus from a Sabre standpoint and their opponents in alphabetical order, we did the A's yesterday. There's only one B to talk about outside of Buffalo. It is team of the day, the Boston Bruins. One word. Exciting. I'm so excited oh about this. I know that people are angry gosh. and Twitter reaction was like just, but I have great stories. I have great memories of playing the Boston Bruins. Um, oh, this is before please, we Please start. let the record state that Marty, it's like I'm at an arbitration here. Please let the record state I, that Marty Baron in his career as a Sabre against Boston was 9-11-2. Marty, thank you for yeah. your service. No, that's great. That's great. I mean, I, not that I had a lot of success against Boston, especially in Boston, but I had great moments. But I have a great Rob Gronkowski story. That was when yeah. I was with the New York Rangers. Uh, but I also Does it involve a, Jenner, Jennifer Aniston? No, it doesn't. And it involves Chris Newberry oh, okay. and the bee's knees. Have I ever told you about the bee's knees? Chris Newberry? Oh, oh I, anyway. I remember Chris. Pretty tough kid. Oh. Very tough kid. The guy got bees tattooed right below his knees because he is the bees knees. And oh, that's my. literally like he was he was a really fun character. But before oh, we start my. into the heavy of Boston Bruins and what's happened between the Sabres and the Bruins, um, 2013 playoffs, Rangers, Boston, second round. Um, we are in Boston for game one and two, but there's two days in between. So after game one, Matt Gilroy says, hey, let's go uh, grab a drink or whatever. So I said, sure, I'll go because I wasn't playing. I was a backup. A couple of the extra guys, we all went. We got to this place and Rob Gronkowski is there. And Chris Newberry says, I'm going to meet Gronk. And we're like, you're not going to meet Gronk. Like, let him be. He's behind the red, the red cord, the red velvet rope. Like, he's alone. Let him be. He goes, no, no, no. I'm going to go talk to him. Chris Newberry gets up and he goes on his way to Rob Gronkowski. And then all of a sudden, Gronkowski starts laughing. He thinks he's funny. He's laughing. He's slapping his hands down, grabs him around the shoulders, orders drinks, whatever. Newberry's looking at us. He's like, come on, guys, come on. We're like, no, 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 you're good. He comes back later. He goes, you guys, we're in, we're in. We're like, what did you say to him? And let's remember that Gronk is a like a specimen, right? He's like a big man, cut from Greek god bodies, culture, and all that. And Christenberry is like 5'10", 200. Like he's a little pudgy little guy, strong. But Christenberry went up to Rob Gronkowski and said, hey, uh, Gronk, just want you to know you and I are the same thing. And Gronk was like, what? He goes, you are, and I are the same thing. We are the same. We're both professional athletes. <laughs> <laughs> and Gronk looked at him like, dude, I think I can like, like fight you with one, two hands dropped around my back. But he thought it was funny that this, this borderline minor leaguer was mm. comparing himself to Rob Gronkowski and uh, had a fun, a fun night. Then Chris Newberry took a picture on top of Rob, Gr Rob Gronkowski's shoulders 
by Newberry Street, the street sign. Yeah, yeah. And he so he took a picture standing on Gronk's shoulder by the Newberry sign because he's Chris Newberry. So yeah, that was a late night picture action. How often did you shop on Newbury over the years in your time? In not Boston? often, not no. often. We used to like stay in the commons, went to the movie theater one time. Um, <laughs> one time, to- <laughs> 20 year career well, goes to the movies one time. <laughs> m- many times went to the movie theater in Boston. But I remember one time we uh, uh, we ran into like four or five of us went to the restroom after the movie was over. Yep. And, uh, you know, our good friend, not so good friend, Milan Lucic was uh, oh, right there at the urinal so we thought about you know doing like they do in the movie is pushing him against the urinal flush the toilet so that he comes out and he's wet all over the place but we didn't do that not that preceded the uh the not, action of lucic on miller so maybe not, if it had been after that we would have done it not the lucic story any of us were anticipating on this day <laughs> where the bruins are the team of the day but it's a good start and you probably know this boston Buffalo, pardon me, has played Boston more than any other opponent in their franchise history. And it's up to 312 times in regular season play, 45 times in postseason play. And there have been some absolutely incredible individual moments along the way and some team success, whether you choose to believe that or not. We will definitely hit on uh, some of those impressive moments in Sabres Bruins franchise history, but also maybe it's maybe now's the time, not that we want to do this with every single team of the day, but maybe we do focus a little bit more on projecting ahead between these two based on what's to come this season. What we've talked about already, feel free to chime in at Sabres Live on Twitter. Sabres quarter season plans are now available, folks, and uh, this is a really nice opportunity for you to get to um, whichever plan suits you best. Three different 11-game plans, and that includes a weekend plan, a weekday plan, or the all-star plan, where it's best opponents and matchups. So enjoy significant savings from box office pricing and priority for playoff tickets. So head to sabres.com slash tickets now to get in on the 11 gamers. We're back after this with Sabres Live, WGR Sports Radio 550 and MSG. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on fire. And podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. 
Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.